Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi. Before we begin today's episode, I'd just like to express my gratitude to you. I have been absolutely blown away with the kind messages I've received since I launched True Crime Britain last week. I've put so much work, effort and sleepless nights into ensuring everything was just so for you. And I'm still working on the loose ends as we speak. So your kind words really do mean the world to me. Because I made the decision to start from scratch with a new hosting platform and name, instead of simply just importing my old podcast, this means that I lost all my subscribers, followers, listener stats and reviews to date. So I'd really love it if you could leave me a positive review for the show, follow or subscribe, or recommend True Crime Britain to a friend or on social media. If you leave a review, don't forget to let me know where you're from, as I love to put a pin on the map for wherever you're listening from. I've done this from day one, and I know it sounds silly, but it just makes me feel more connected to you. So, there is method to my madness. I also wanted to address my Patreon giveaway mentioned on last week's episode. I wanted to give something back to my Patreon supporters for your kindness, and I thought, at a time when Great Britain and much of the world are facing a rise in the cost of living and many are facing financial hardship, a monetary giveaway would be a great option. However, it has since been brought to my attention that this kind of giveaway goes against Patreon guidelines. I had no idea. But after reading the reasoning behind this on a Patreon blog post, I completely get it. So, for that reason, sadly, I won't be able to honour that giveaway, and for that I truly apologise. But I am in the process of working on a different giveaway that falls within Patreon's guidelines. Those of you who made a pledge last week will automatically be entered into the new giveaway, or you can request a full refund. Thank you so much for your patience, understanding and support. And with that, 
Let's get on with today's episode. This episode may contain content not suitable for some audiences, including crimes against children, mentions of suicide, descriptions of a graphic nature, and adult language at times. Listener discretion is advised. People are often heard asking why domestic abuse victims do not simply just leave the relationship. Even if the person themselves know it's time to give up, there are often numerous emotions involved preventing them from walking away, such as shame, embarrassment or denial. And of course, in many cases, the victim is still very much in love with their abuser and wants to believe that they can change. But people also often forget that it's not during the relationship itself that the most serious of assaults occur. It's when the victim tries to leave. In 2015, all 34-year-old Stacy Gwilliam wanted was to break up with her abusive partner and continue her life in peace. But in his eyes, if he couldn't have her, nobody could. You are listening to True Crime Britain. Join me, Rhiannon, each Wednesday as I tell the solved and unsolved stories of some of the most disturbing, mysterious and heartbreaking crimes committed throughout the United Kingdom. Welcome to this week's episode. As a child, Stacy Gwilliam from Swansea was a happy little girl with a large group of friends and a bright future ahead of her. But one toxic relationship with an abusive partner during her teenage years changed the course of Stacy's life forever. Many of her later relationships followed the same pattern of abusive behaviour, which seemed to be almost impossible to escape. While Tracy was struggling to find love, she also suffered from several health problems, including issues with breathing due to asthma and cervical cancer diagnosed in 2013. During that difficult time, when Stacy needed love and support the most, while undergoing surgery to remove the tumour, she found that she was once again living in an abusive relationship. Stacy and her partner at the time, a man named Keith Hughes, first met in 2011. Keith was a painter and decorator, and as a bodybuilder, he was a big man, especially compared to Stacy's 5 foot 2 inch frame. For some people, 
Having a strong partner can bring a certain sense of safety. And perhaps that's how Stacy felt with Keith at the beginning. Their relationship started like any normal relationship, with dreams and hopes of a happy future together. But just like it had happened to Stacy so many times before, things eventually took a turn for the worse. Her friends and family began to notice marks and bruises on her body long before the first known serious incident took place. It seemed that by 2013, so two years into their relationship, Stacy had thought about ending things with Keith. Determined not to let that happen, Keith locked Stacy in the house and brutally assaulted her multiple times. The situation could have ended very differently if Stacy hadn't been able to jump out of a window and run to get help. After the incident, Keith was charged with three counts of assault and one count of false imprisonment. He was sentenced to three years and nine months in prison. That was the end of Stacy and Keith's relationship. Or at least it should have been. But unfortunately, leaving an abusive relationship isn't easy, especially for a person like Stacy, who had never really experienced what it was like to be in a healthy relationship. Despite all that she had gone through, Stacy still had feelings for Keith, and listening to him promising things would be different in the future made breaking the cycle of abuse extremely difficult, as Stacy later explained. Quote, I was just hoping he would change, believing he would change. He said he had remorse. It was also during Keith's imprisonment that Stacy was diagnosed with cancer and needed more support than ever before. So while Keith sat behind bars, Stacy wrote to him, and by the time he was released in July 2015, the couple were back together and planned to marry. Stacy made it very clear the engagement was the last chance that she was willing to give Keith. And yet, just weeks after their reunion, Keith was back to his old ways. After Keith had once again assaulted her and stolen her money, Stacy decided that she had had enough. There were no more second, third and fourth chances. Stacy knew the relationship was over and there was no going back this time. But no matter how impossible Keith made it to be in a relationship with him, one thing for sure was that he was never going to let Stacy go. Shortly after making the decision to break up with Keith, on the 20th of July 2015, 
34-year-old Stacy headed to Swansea City Centre to sell her engagement ring. Unfortunately, it seemed like bad luck was not letting go of its hold on Stacy, as Keith happened to be in the centre at the same time. After spotting her ex-fiancé, Keith began following Stacy around, demanding to have a discussion about their relationship. Stacy didn't have any intention to speak with Keith, but as it appeared, there was no way out of the situation otherwise. So she agreed to have one final conversation, but only if they spoke in a public place. We don't know for sure why the former couple didn't stay at the city centre and instead headed to Bracelet Bay, a small bay on the south of the Gower. Apparently, Stacy thought that the area would be busy with people so she could feel safe, but at the same time, peaceful enough to have a serious conversation. Regardless of what the reasoning was, by the time Stacy and Keith arrived at Bracelet Bay, she realised she had made a terrible mistake. No one else was present at the bay that day. As soon as Keith realised that the two of them were alone, he attacked Stacy viciously, declaring, quote, If I can't have you, then nobody else is ever going to have you. As Keith grabbed Stacy from behind, she struggled to free herself, but there was nothing she could do. He was 14 stone and as strong as an ox. Keith jumped over his ex-fiancée, slamming his knees deep into Stacy's chest before strangling her. It was not that Keith just wanted to prevent Stacy from breathing. He literally tried to break her neck with his bare hands. It didn't take long for Stacy to fall into darkness, but her nightmare was only just beginning. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Satisfied that he had killed Stacy, Keith buried her body in a shallow grave some distance from a walking trail. He quickly threw some earth, branches and shrubs all over Stacy before stealing her car 
and fleeing the scene. Keith's escape, however, was short-lived. As he crashed the vehicle, thanks to being drunk at the time after a vodka binge. Following his arrest, Keith actually admitted to the police what he had done, proudly telling the officers that he had just killed Stacy Gwilliam, but refusing to reveal where he had hidden the body, saying, quote, You'll never find her. But there was something Keith didn't know. Despite the brutal assault, Stacy wasn't dead. She had been buried alive. After a while, Stacy woke up to complete darkness, as she later recalled, quote, It felt like I was buried in a grave. There were dead branches, ferns and shrubs all over me. All the undergrowth was so heavy on top of me. I was struggling to breathe or remember where I was. It was all crammed on top of me. I had a horrible, claustrophobic feeling of being trapped. I felt paralysed. Everything seemed to be happening so slow. I thought I was going to die because I could barely breathe. Stacy could have easily let the panic take over her and eventually suffocate. But instead, she calmed herself down, gathered all the strength she had left in her tiny beaten body and began to dig a way out with her nails. The progress was slow, but thankfully, Keith had not done a very good job of trying to bury his ex-fiancée and eventually Stacy saw light and breathed in the fresh air. She pulled herself out, got up, and crawled onto a nearby road outside a golf club, close to Caswell Bay. There, Stacy was eventually spotted by two passers-by, who alerted the authorities. Stacy was rushed to the hospital, where she was put in an induced coma for two weeks, with serious injuries to her neck, lungs, mouth and tongue. Stacy eventually came out of the coma, and after some weeks in hospital, she was released to at-home care. From that point, Stacy had to learn how to walk and talk all over again. And she did. Needless to say, it was a great shock for Keith to have Stacy given her victim impact statement in court. She said, quote, He knew the relationship was over and knew I would not go back to him. He took me down there that day to kill me, and he nearly succeeded. I will never ever forget what he did to me that day and what he did to me throughout our relationship and now I have to live with that for the rest of my life. In December 2015, Keith Hughes was convicted of attempted murder of Stacy Gwilliam and sentenced to life imprisonment. The minimum term, however, 
was just eight years and seven months. That is less amount of time than Stacy ended up having after her second chance in life. Understandably, after everything she went through, Stacy suffered from some mental health issues, including depression, anxiety disorder, and panic attacks. In addition, the assault itself and the fact Stacy inhaled debris while underground caused her to have constant problems with her asthma, along with chest infections and multiple organ failures. In the years following the unimaginable ordeal, pneumonia was a constant torment for Stacy, who took several prescribed medications as well as drugs she ordered online to manage her symptoms. Despite all her struggles, Stacy also tried to find love again, and she did enter a new relationship in 2020 with a man who seemingly understood what she had gone through. But unfortunately, there is not a happy ending to this story. After an argument, this person told Stacy that she deserved everything Keith Hughes had done to her. Less than a year later, on November the 27th, 2021, 40-year-old Stacy Gwilliam was found unresponsive in the middle of the bed by her sibling at their mother's home in Townhill. By the time Stacy was taken to hospital, it was already too late. She was pronounced dead on arrival. According to the coroner's report, Stacy had died of bronchial pneumonia and combined drug toxicity from self-medication. The inquest into her death found no evidence of any suspicious circumstances and no evidence to suggest that Stacy purposely ended her own life. It seems that her death was simply a heartbreaking accident initiated by the horrific attack six years earlier. In the end, Keith Hughes got what he wanted Today, Stacy Gwilliam's story serves as an example of why supporting and helping the victims of domestic abuse is so important. It doesn't help to ask why Stacy or others in the same situation didn't leave earlier, because it is the moment that they decide to leave that is the most dangerous. Thank you for listening to this week's episode and thank you for your kind messages of support, feedback, positive reviews and of course your patience. I really do appreciate it and I love reading what you have to say. For transcripts, photos, credits and resources relating to today's episode, please visit www.truecrimebritain.com. 
If you'd like to access things like ad-free, early release and bonus episodes, I'd love you to consider supporting the show by joining me on Patreon, where you could get access to all that and even more rewards from just £1 a month. You can join now by visiting www.patreon.com forward slash true crime Britain or see the episode description. Don't forget, you can also like, follow and or subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss a future episode. There are some big cases coming up and I wouldn't want you to miss out. You can also follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok and YouTube for regular case updates. Just search for True Crime Britain. If you're already supporting me on Patreon, you can find next week's episode already there waiting for you. I hope you enjoy the rest of your week and please stay safe. If you are affected by any of the content featured in today's episode, please see the show notes or visit www.truecrimebritain.com where you can find links to further support. Great Britain, a kingdom that unites all four nations, England, Ireland, Scotland, and of course, my homeland, Wales. With a population of almost 70 million people, a rich cultural history, more than 1,200 years of constitutional monarchy, and arguably the nicest cup of tea in the world, it's easy to see what makes Britain so great. As the gateway to Europe, it draws more than 40 million visitors a year from across the globe each one hoping to experience what makes Britain so unique. But behind the pomp and the circumstance and the football greats, Britain has seen serious crime increase year after year, with incidents becoming even darker and more sinister. When a Metropolitan Police officer arrested a 33-year-old female for breaching COVID-19 regulations, he wasn't acting in the public's best interest, but as a predator hunting for prey. A 24-year-old man collides with a tree in the Welsh Valleys in the dark of night and is witnessed walking away from the vehicle, alive. After that, he mysteriously vanishes. When an innocent toddler is taken from his mother's side in a shopping mall and the horror of his final moments are revealed. Think serious crime doesn't happen where you are? Think again. True Crime Britain features some of the most disturbing, heartbreaking and mysterious crimes committed in the United Kingdom. Crimes that have shocked and shaped us as a nation and beyond. Crimes where we may not always recall the specifics, but we will always remember the victims. And along the way, you'll learn about Great Britain itself, the towns and boroughs that make up its vast landscape, 
as we look inside the mind of predators, their prey and their hunting grounds. New episodes are released every Wednesday. You can subscribe now so you never miss an episode by simply searching for True Crime Britain on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. Or just visit www.truecrimebritain.com And remember, wherever you are, please stay safe. 